Welcome to the Big Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Avis, and sitting with me on the couch to my left is the Prince of Pixels himself, Nick Wright. And today, we're going to be paying tribute to Street Fighter. Nick, so here we are. Uh, we're doing a. Uh, we're we're gonna have. We're experimenting with a new format. We're 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 not doing a top ten list or ten favorite or anything. We're 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 gonna do a tribute to a topic, uh, and that topic is gonna be Street Fighter. Yeah, uh, yeah. I may actually start playing Street Fighter Five now because finally they're gonna. They've announced. I guess it was like yesterday or the day before. I forget which that. They, they, there's actually going to be an arcade mode in Street Fighter V <laughs> after two years. <laughs> now, Street Fighter V was a big deal. It really was a big deal. Like um, Sony, they put Sony, <laughs> Sony ponied up a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, to make Street Fighter V an exclusive, and it's also on Steam, I think. But yeah, it is. You yeah. know, for consoles, it's only you can only play it on PlayStation. So yeah. when Five came out, we were both interested. You especially were interested. Yeah, I mean, because I've always loved the Street Fighter games. And, you know, and I played the beta of it. And the beta, it was online only. But, you know, that was kind of to be expected because, right. I mean, that's what they're doing is they're really, you know, they're testing out their netcode and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I didn't really think anything of, like, an arcade mode not being in the beta. And, and, and honestly, when I realized that the, the beta was only online, I didn't even really play the beta all that much. And I just kind of thought, well, I'll just wait for the, you know, for the final game to come out. Final game comes out and that's like, that's all it was. It was just, it's online only. And there was like no, like one player, like just fight through the computers and just kind of enjoy yourself kind of thing. Cause I mean, you know, I'm old. I don't, I don't like playing against like these people online that they're just it's not like because don't get me wrong i play against other human beings like in arcades back in the day i mean that was great i loved it that's what made street fighter so fun but the online it's just not the same and i just people are punks online yeah they're just straight up punks and you know i mean the gamers that have grown up with it that they know no different and they love it and that's what they do and that's great right I came from the arcades and I just haven't been able to get into it. I've never been into trash talking, and yeah. and I'm not saying all people trash talk online. You you can find like a good, occasionally find like some respectful. Everybody was like so polite, like in the arcades. I mean, it was yeah. always good games, and I never you know. once had anybody like trash talk me in the arcades. I mean, and like some, you would like, you know, somebody would get like a big combo on you or something. And it was like, you know, I mean, it was, it was always that respect, like nice. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't like, oh, lag is the only reason you beat me. Like that kind of like yeah, talk. Yeah. I mean, Everything was, you're not, you're not really skilled. There's you know, you're on like, the receiving end of it and you're like, yeah. nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was respect. The and, skill was appreciated. Uh, I'm right there with you, man. But so yeah, five came out. It was online only, no arcade mode. Yeah, and so I Insane. immediately just never really played it that much. Mm. I don't really understand why Sony spent all the money to acquire the rights, and then released a game that, from my perspective, because I, I was interested, but once I found out there was no arcade mode, 
And, you know, it seemed like they, their plan was to trickle out characters, you know, like they yeah. do nowadays. DLC. DLC, yeah. one Probably one of the worst examples of DLC, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Just give us all the characters. That's how it used to be. You got all the characters. And, you know, a new edition might come out that included some characters, but, you know, it that was different, you know. There, there was enhancements they were being worked on, too. Not, like, just, like dishing or just doling out one character every other month yeah. you know and, and street fighter is not the first to do it there's other you know games that have done it and you know people seem to like it in a way i guess it keeps the news cycle keeps it fresh i mean and i guess to be fair at least capcom was you know they had this plan that you could spend actual money to buy the characters if you wanted, and I think I don't know they're like five dollars a piece or something. And on you know typically they're released like every other month. I think that they, they yeah. would have a new character. But if you played the game a lot, then you would get fight money, and you could you know buy the characters with the points that you've. So earned there was an in-game currency. That, yeah, that you've okay. earned within the game, and so that's cool. That is cool. But you know, since I didn't really play the game, I'm not earning. These You're not points, earning any so, in-game currency. Know, <laughs> so when does the arcade mode come out? Uh, January or February? I forget which. I think January of 2018. Did Did you say it was going to be like if you don't already own it, it was only going to be like 40 bucks? Yeah, if if you don't already own the game, then you can buy the game. Which and I just read too that you still you you can buy the game, but it comes with like a a key to download the extra characters. But you get like the season one and season two characters that have been released thus far for thirty nine ninety nine. I think it is. So but if you own the game already, arcade mode is just going to be a free patch. Yeah, like, you know. if you've already if you already own it, it's a free download so so that's cool but on the same note it's like you you if you don't already own it you get everything everything for like 40 bucks well destiny was like that too like if you bought vanilla destiny everything like i know 60 dollars for the game it's like punishing the loyal probably another 60 dollars for all the characters if you bought them all yeah but if you're one of those people that needs it when it comes out, you're going to pay more. If you're like cool with waiting yeah. for the gold edition or yeah, the game of the so, year edition, you're going to get everything all at once. And, and it is two years later, so you yeah. know if you waited for two years, then <laughs> that's a really patient Street Fighter fan. Yeah. So. And you know, which the, I would fall into that category, but you know, I, I'm not a huge Street Fighter fan like I was way back in the day. And yes, the Street Fighter Two days. I mean, that was the peak. Yeah, and what we're going to do on the show is we're actually going to kind of chronologically go over all of the releases of Street Fighter, and you know we're going to talk more in depth with Street Fighter Two because that's the height of Street Fighter yeah, Mania. That's what we played the most. That's what we played the most. We played it nonstop in arcades, at home on our consoles. Mm-hmm. You know, we we'd study the comp like the combos from magazines. I mean, it was like everything to us now, there's like the proper grip like you could either like, <laughs> like that or you know yeah <laughs> yeah and this this was this bad boy here was my super nintendo controller and i i'm, I'm happy that I, I didn't keep a lot of stuff like i don't have the museum that you know you or like martin have but i've kept a few things this bad boy is special to me yeah. <laughs> it, it's um it it's just awesome yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna kind of talk about Street Fighter chronologically, and you know we will spend the majority of our time 
in Street Fighter 2, but um, we will, of course, go over all of the arcades, pretty much. If it was a, if it was mostly a Street Fighter game, we're going to be going over it. Yeah, so flashback to 1987. Yeah. The original Street Fighter comes out, and nobody knows about it. I mean, Not a person. We didn't have a clue. Well, yeah. there were people that cared about it. I found it interesting. Uh, I, I saw the movie It. Yeah. It's a big hit nowadays. Uh, in the movie It, one of the characters, his goal for the summer was to become the best Street Fighter player. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. It's really good. Um, it's awesome. Can't recommend it enough. But yeah, the kid in one of the scenes, like he he's looking for that friend and he runs into like the arcade and he's playing Street Fighter. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and, it's, and, I, and I know Street Fighter was a thing. It was around. Yeah. But it's just like wasn't on our radar yet. Because for me at that time, the fighting games were a bit slower paced. I was, you know, Karate Champ stuff like that was mm-hmm. popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play it a whole lot, but at least I was aware of Karate Champ. And maybe, maybe I just didn't give it a chance or a, much of a look. It wasn't like a game either that was saturated in arcades. Yeah. Because maybe I might have given it a look too. Like it wasn't like Space Invaders or, you know, Pac Man or whatever. It, it it was a game that was out quite a bit. Interesting. Uh, I have some little factoids that I want to share as we go along. One, one of the it's cool factoid was uh, there were two configurations of the original Street Fighter arcade. Yeah, the, it, originally it had like those pressure sensitive buttons. Yeah, it was like just there was like one button. button that, there was one big button for punch yeah, and one big yeah. button for kick. And depending on how hard you pressed it, determined the the strength of the. But the those attack. ended up breaking all the time so <laughs> they decided to go a different route yeah so then then we get like that more familiar button layout yeah. um but yeah 1987 street fighter nick you know way more about street fighter and we've mentioned street fighter in the past it came up in our disappointments episode i think or maybe it was our e3 or maybe both oh we talk about it all the time yeah, so, we, we, yeah. we've mentioned it so we don't have to go into a great detail but you discovered Street Fighter after Street Fighter 2. Right, yeah. It, <laughs> and I actually, yeah, I found it, like, just happened to come across it, like, at a gas station or something. Like, oh, hey, look, it's Street Fighter. I'd like to play it since, you know, I like Street Fighter 2. Yep. Yeah, and it's awful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it would be awful after playing Street Fighter 2 because the games are way different. I mean, the, the idea is there. It's you had a character select kind of. It was just Ken and Ryu. It just didn't have the controls. Like it had the fireballs and dragon punches and the hurricane kicks, but it you just you couldn't just like do it on command like you can, you know, in Street Fighter Two. The controls was, weren't as tight. Yeah, you just you just had to be like hope and then accidentally get something come out you just kept randomly just hitting buttons and shaking the controller as hard as you could and like oh i did a fireball (laughs) yeah so we'll we'll just say that street fighter you know was it had potential but it was not a great game yeah um then the history like street fighter gets it gets a little interesting uh final fight was a big arcade yeah it, it well and 1989 is when that came out and yeah. yeah it began development as the sequel to street fighter but double dragon i think was kind of the big thing around that time and mm-hmm. so they decided to kind of take a different route and yeah they they ended up calling it final fight and so it ended up 
evolving into its own thing. Which in some of the console releases of Street for like the versus games, aren't there like isn't Hagger like a playable character in some of those games? Oh yeah, like in the new um, like Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, mm-hmm. he's a character in there. Yeah. I know Cody so comes up from time to they're time. They're definitely they're in the same universe because yeah. a lot of Final Fight characters have made it into Street Fighter games. Right. But uh, yeah, they're definitely in the same universe. But, so you know, Capcom like they they thought they had something interesting. They didn't you know they. They went it with Final Fight. That was a big hit. Then they were like, well, let's take the Ken character and drop him into a Nintendo uh-huh. game. So Street Fighter 2010. The Final Fight. The Final Fight <laughs> came out in 1990. I've uh, never even played that game. I've never I played have, it either. I have no idea what it's It's like. one of those games that you see in the bargain bin yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I remember seeing it was a Capcom game. And, you know, it had that familiar purple box. and Aside from, like, the main character's name is Ken, and like the title is Street Fighter. That's about as close of a connection as I think you get. Right, that's it. But the Ken character continued, so that that was ninety. But then, the moment happens when arcades were changed forever. Yeah, nineteen ninety one, Street Fighter Two: The World Warrior World Warrior comes, comes out. out, and but it it was a slow burn. It wasn't like a like a success right away. I remember seeing it for the first time in our like a Walmart arcade or something. Like yeah. it didn't take arcades by storm. It didn't seem like right yeah. away. It didn't take too long. But and I, and I don't even really, like really remember. It was just kind of like the buzz at school. Like people were like talking about it or whatever. And because I went and sought it out just because I was hearing like how great this game is. Yeah. And like so I see it like at a bowling alley one time or something and so you know I'm I'm playing it and I'm putting quarters in and I'm like going through the characters and I don't have a clue, you know, I'm just hitting buttons. I remember being overwhelmed by the number of buttons. Yeah. You know? And so yeah, you know, I'm just like you know, so I, I I finally like as I keep losing and I pick a different character to see maybe if I like this character better. I made yeah. it like to Blanca and just like randomly hitting buttons it seemed like that was the one that i kind of was winning a couple of fights with right you know so uh, that so i kind of stuck with blanca for like my very first introduction of the game just for that reason alone guile was the character that i thought looked cool he was the american fighter yeah you know and uh, he, he just had a neat look to him so i picked guile and i you know i was pulling off the sonic booms pretty easily not you even knew how to do it i think it was time? on the arcade i think that there was there had I think there was something on the arcade cabinet what, on the bezel no no i don't know I, I but i was pulling off a sonic boom somehow um well as you see in the attract mode so like i i did it i figured it out i did it i know i did because i remember like going to school like after i had checked it out and i played it a few times to like going to one of my friends that was familiar with it and i mm-hmm. was like because I knew there were fireballs that, you know, this is like something that they can do. So I remember asking like one of my friends, like, how do you do a fireball? And, you know, it's, so he would kind of explain it. And you know, I, I don't really remember how long like it took to learn these things. But, you know, well, it, it was it bananas because they had there. special moves, you know. Yeah. And not the special moves that came later on in the game, but like a fireball it was crazy. Yeah. Like with the these special command inputs right you know spin the joystick a quarter circle towards the opponent and hit a punch button yeah you know, that, 
those things were unheard of. No, nobody did that. Right, right. So, you know, you, you start getting a feel. And I, think I remember thinking, like, well, why would anybody waste their time with jabs and mediums? You know, like, fierce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's going to do the damage. But, uh, you know, it, it you learn. You, it, the thing I love about Street Fighter is it's one of those games, and it comes up quite a bit. It's one of those, like, cliches in gaming to where, like, anybody can jump in and have some success. Button mashing. Yeah. But it's, there's, the it, once you start getting into that, like, skill level where you start understanding the the moves and the combos um there's no way you're gonna lose to a button masher oh yeah yeah they won't even you see every move coming yeah um if a guy's jumping into you 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 there's every character has like a move to repel them you know and you can keep them far away with a projectile like there's just no way you're gonna lose to a novice player and i Mm. really like that Mm. you know that not a lot of the fighting games can say that. I yeah. feel like there's some fighting games like a Tekken game where like even like a novice can get lucky and beat a skilled player. Yeah, I, I I know I feel that way like when I'm playing in the arcade that all I got to do is just like hit buttons and I'll beat the game. Yeah, yeah, just hot punch like punch 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 and like something I, cool will happen. I haven't played enough like human opponents that are good at Tekken, you know, to really be able to say whether that would be effective. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, was it... I guess magazines like EGM would print out the complete moves list. We didn't have the internet at the time. Yeah. Um, it, I, it had to have been like in magazines or something. I, I don't know where... I, I saw like my first move list. I don't even remember. Yeah. I don't either, to be honest. But I, I have a feeling... Like, that Bible was getting filled out by, you know, like asking people how the moves went. Yeah. And then probably by like reading in magazines, because yeah, the magazines I, I would give you mostly that basics. stuff down in that little the little black book. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Street Fighter you know two came out and it was a great game, but you know Capcom understanding they had a hit on their hands. Well, um, I guess like I feel like oh a tidbit since we're just talking about the development of Street Fighter two. It's interesting that Street Fighter two was almost delayed because the programmers. It, what was it? Chun Li's legs, like they they had two or three different iterations of what Chun Li's legs were gonna look like in the arcade. Yeah, yeah, like the it, look of it. Even even since Street Fighter Two, they were talking about her her monster starting thighs. with yeah, starting with Street Fighter Two, like the stockings and stuff. Like yeah. they they had it, and then they were like, no no no, we want to do it another way. Like they were really obsessed over Chun Li's legs. I didn't know this. Yeah. So it, it was they almost went over budget and caused a delay with the release of Street Fighter Two. You know, because I do I know like in the original Street Fighter Two, the World Warrior, like her portrait, she looks different because she's got like an orange outfit in mm-hmm. the portrait than in like the finished game sprite when you're actually playing as her. She's got like a blue outfit. Yeah, maybe that has something to do with it. Um, I know there's also some differences too in like those cinematics, like I, I and I didn't write those down necessarily, but um, there was like the famous Shin Long misinterpretation, well, yeah, mistranslation. The, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the April Fool's joke with EGM. Yeah, you must defeat Shin Long to stand a chance. Yeah, well, it came from that, right? The yeah. April Fool's Day joke. Like somebody had a little fun because what was it supposed to be? The actual translation. It, he's referring to the dragon punch. You, yeah. You must defeat my dragon punch. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
But anyways, I just wanted to throw in that like little Chun-Li yeah. fact. That game like was almost delayed and brought, you know. But um, to where we were going to go. Uh, so 91 was the World Warrior. Uh, then 2 came out, or Champion Edition in 1992. Yeah, so now they've, they've upgraded it, let you play as the bosses, and let you play as, you know, mirror matches. Like, because, you know, in the other game, if somebody picked Ryu, then you couldn't pick Ryu. Yeah. And, you know, I, I guess I should probably do a more unique character, because then you can be like, well, you just picked Ken. He's Is a, it Ryu he's or Ryu? Because <laughs> that's another Street Fighter thing, like yeah, the pronunciation. I've, I've always said Ryu. Well, I can't say I've always said Ryu. There, there was one point in time where I thought Rue was correct, and so I kind of switched up because that's what I believe to be correct. But right. in games lately, you know, they, now they have like the voice, uh, like Ryu wins. Yeah. So I'm kind of thinking that's the way it goes now. Okay. I hear it in the game now. Well, you know, if you research it, people make claims like, you know, like they know it as fact. Because, well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. But anyways, but so Street Fighter 2. We'll just say Ryu, right? Yeah. Can we just agree it's yeah. Ryu? Yeah, I know that's what I say. So. Okay. So, yeah, you, and, and you see how the mirror colors, like, birth, you know, both people could be Ryu or, yeah. you know, your favorite character. You got yeah, the different like colors. If you wanted to be Chun-Li and, you know, the one person picked Chun-Li and you can't pick Chun-Li because the, that slot's already taken. Yeah. So, yeah, now you can do, like, pick the same character versus the same character. But the big deal is the bosses. Like, yeah. you could finally play as the bosses. And for the first time, really, in an arcade that I can think of, you have, like, you know, an upgraded version of a game. Coming yeah. Out. You know, it, it's basically Street Fighter, but just with extra stuff. Yeah, I, I never really thought of it that way, but yeah, I don't can't really think of it a time. Well, I I guess they kind of did that with Pac Man a little bit, maybe that you know they would kind of tweak the boards and do different things, and a lot of times illegally. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like illegal hacks. And Street Fighter has its an interesting history with illegal hacks. We'll yeah. be coming up with yeah, we'll coming up on that thing. soon, but. Uh, yeah, so 92 Champions Edition came out, and uh, it got even bigger. Yeah, so then people went fast, and so then they come out with the Turbo Street Fighter 2, you know, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting. Yep. Which is, I mean, we might as well so, go ahead and talk about the hacks, you know, like, one of the tidbits that I found out, and this, this is probably well known from Street Fighter fans, but for those who didn't know... Um, that when Champions Edition came out, apparently a lot of arcade owners were underwhelmed. You had to buy, I think, the cabinet again. Like I'm pretty sure, like you had to rebuy it. You know, they didn't. I think they had like upgrade kits and cabinets. Uh, I think there was both. Okay. You, you could either get the full blown cabinet or you could uh, upgrade. Well, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Know. Well, I, I, I didn't. That's not the fact. It's just the the fact that I'm coming up with is. There, there were people disappointed with, you know, the the small ch- difference. Like, there were bosses, and that's big, but it's basically the same game. Yeah. And arcade owners were like, well, this is cool, but, like, I'm gonna, I want something a little more. People so started hacking the game. Those hacks were coming out. We actually came across one of those hacks. Street Fighter Two Rainbow Edition? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't know if, like, the one that we saw was, like, actually the one, you know, dubbed Rainbow Edition, but, you know, that's one of many. They said, you know if you're playing Rainbow Edition, I believe, if, like, the 
Street Fighter Two is like rainbow. Yeah, the, the one we saw was not because I, I remember it clearly because it looked like it was like metal. It was like all silver, like metal. The the Street Fighter Two logo. Yeah, and, and uh, this was well after like Street Fighter Turbo was out. No, Turbo wasn't out. Oh, it wasn't. I, I don't think you know. Because Turbo came out like in response to these, I yes, think. Yes, it did. And uh, Champions Edition, this was like in the Champions Edition time. And it was a hack of Champions Edition. Yeah, Capcom was having a big problem with people hacking their stuff. Because you could do things like if you hit the start button, it would change like right mid-fly, right in the game, like change to like a different character. So you could just like cycle through like every <laughs> single character. Nuts. Oh, uh, E Honda had a fireball with like you yeah, know, he could like do his hundred hand slap yeah, and fireballs yeah. would come out. Yeah, he did the slap and, and you could and jump in midair. The fireballs would be wavy. Yeah, like you you throw out a fireball and it would be like two fireballs. No, it was like completely that. bananas, but and really fun. If you did the jab button, it would be like super super <laughs> slow. And if you did like the fierce button, it would be like so fast you didn't even see it. Coming. Yeah, and you could knock people back into that slow fireball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you could throw more than one on screen at once. So if you did oh, it was this, crazy. You did the slow ones you just kept throwing like you'd have like a hundred like fireballs <laughs> it was getting all glitchy and slow now down. that's a game where like skill could get overcome by just throwing <laughs> like millions of fireballs on the screen but you could just sit up in midair and, sh- and do fireballs in yeah mid-air. you could do stuff in the, you could do like zangy spinning pile driver yeah remember flames were coming out of his heels yeah, or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun it was hilarious no competitive Street Fighter player would probably play it, take it seriously, but it, we just it laughed. Was, it was fun to just screw around with. For sure. Yeah. So apparently, um, the Turbo game uh, was a response to that. So, you know, they the developers went back to the, you know, the powers that be and said, you know, playing Champions Edition now is like playing it underwater after you've seen, you know, these packed versions. They're faster, and people seem to be more... Like, they're interested in this. They want it to go faster. Mm-hmm. And apparently, there was some pushback. So, like, well, you know, we programmed Street Fighter to play a certain way. It has to be played at that speed because we developed the whole game around it that way. But, you know, they eventually gave in. And they released, you know, the... Uh, and I'm always the names confused, but Street Fighter Two Turbo Hyper Fighting. Right. 1992. Two? Yeah. yeah. So, that came out in earnest officially. And, you know... It was great. I, I loved. Like I, I agree. Like going back to the old style of Street Fighter is for me really hard. After you played Turbo, yeah. because it's like twenty percent faster, twenty yeah, five percent really faster. Sped up. And now Chun Li's got a fireball. Yeah. Ryu and Ken can now do the hurricane kick in the air. Yeah, and apparently, like they were inspired by some of these crazy mods. They're like, you know, like maybe we can use some of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool if you think about it. They didn't just thumb their nose at it, and they're like, "Well, yeah. these, you know, amateur hackers like mm-hmm. tearing up our game. Like, you know, we're instead of like taking it personally, they kind of learned from it." Blanca got like his anti-air rolling attack that would go up in the air. Yeah. So you know, when that game came out, uh, I-, I think that was my favorite. You know, kind of going back over to the console edition, just a, a hair. Uh, the Super Nintendo version, which is on the NES Classic, I think that was my favorite version. Yeah. Yeah, I think Turbo for me, it's like, it's the height of Street Fighter popularity. Mm-hmm. You know, it, um, it. I like the quickness. I think, I think it is definitely. I, I think it's the peak for me too. It's, it's where I played the most. 
Because I mean, yeah. later on, I mean, because, you know, I, I could say that I think Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo is probably my favorite of the Street Fighter 2 series. Yeah. And, it, you know, and it's pretty much, basically, it's the last one. Yeah. Technically not anymore, but, you know, I mean, it, it pretty much was for the longest time. Yeah, for but, me, it was too. But yeah. it also, I, you know, I don't know if it was because arcades, I mean, arcades didn't really, I don't know why it was. I didn't see that one, like, out in the wild as yeah. much. I only saw that, like, in a couple of places, and so I didn't really get to play it all that terribly much. But anyway, we've kind of jumped ahead a couple now. Yeah, well, in 92 was that. 93, we got Super Street Fighter 2, the new Challengers, yeah. which was also important because it introduced well, the new Well, now it was on new hardware. Like, because Street Fighter, you know, this, the series before had been on the CPS-1 hardware, and so now uh, they've come out with the CPS-2 hardware, and they brought out Super Street Fighter 2. And that makes sense, too, because I remember the backgrounds being a little more elaborate, yeah, better the, looking. The audio was different. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you got four new characters. Yeah, we got DJ, TJ, T Hawk, T Hawk, Cammy, and uh, Fei Long. Fei Long, yeah, yeah, the Bruce Lee character. Yeah. Uh, and you know they they were fun characters to play with. Yeah, uh, I, I liked all of those guys. So then you know we got that final I think Super Nintendo game. Yeah, yeah, Super came out on both Genesis and Super Nintendo. Right, but we were more interested in the Super Nintendo. It just mm-hmm. Seemed better. I don't know why. Just well, because it was superior hardware. I'm sure. Um, but you know that that was um, pretty much like the peak. And I've played Street Fighter games since then. But you know, it, it was all downhill from there. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's a pretty good run from like '91 to like '93, '94. That's a pretty impressive run for a game. You know, which basically was Street Fighter 2. Like, there wasn't, like, a true sequel until years later. Um, so, after that, we had Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Right. Which um, introduced Akuma. Got Akuma there. And also that, like, fireball where you could kind of fireball from the sky from up in the air. I wonder if that was inspired also from... Well, Akuma did the fireball in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I mean, in Akuma was basically the Shenlong April Fool's joke. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, Capcom just kind of having fun with the you know the mythology of from the fans. Yeah. You know they 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 are always willing to do that, which is cool. And Akuma to me feels like you know you were a big Akuma fan. Yeah. Yeah. You I liked like him quite a bit. That that move that uh, that finishing move very difficult. Yeah, the raging uh, demon. Yeah. It's not that difficult. Is it, it not that? It no, seems difficult it, to me. No. Well, you know, like the Zangief pile driver move, like you do with ease now, but for me it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we really haven't talked about like what our fa- who our favorite character. We, we talked about our entry points, but, uh, you know, when I say favorite characters, we really have two sets of favorite characters. We do because, I mean, I, I would have to say, you know, I, I always kind of just go back to Ryu. But yeah, there was that time in the arcade where we decided that hey, let's play, let let's learn and get good with characters that we don't see people using all that often. And at the time, that was for me Zangief, and for you Balrog, yeah, <laughs> the boxer, <laughs> to who I never once saw anybody play. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. everybody. But you know, I mean, there now, like with the the newer games, you know, people do play these characters. But yeah, yeah back then, like nobody ever did. We we were cocky. We were cocky guys. You know, like we, you know, we were winning with regularity. With because Ken was the guy that I would always fall back. 
you know, if we'd play our cocky characters and lose, we'd fall back to that. You yeah, know, like yeah, run yeah. back to Ken or well, Reed. Okay, let's see. Oh, I see. Then. You want to like beat me? Okay, so I want to play for real. Uh, <laughs> we but, did good though with Zangief and Balrog. Yeah, we, we really, really did, good. and it, it was it always a lot of fun to you know see people like get frustrated yeah. that they lost with these characters. Yeah, because you know at they that, they always thought it was luck at first. Yeah, because at that time it would be like, oh, they're playing. He's playing Balrog. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> no, right, right. <laughs> this was my first time, and I remember like playing dumb sometimes. Too. Oh yeah, <laughs> we did. Like, oh, let's uh, let's see how this guy does. <laughs> he looks powerful. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot we kind of acted like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we weren't jerks, but we were kind of, you know, I guess it was kind of like being a jerk. Yeah. They caught on pretty fast that we actually knew what we were doing. It was all in fun. I, I remember the one time we were at the fair and they had the Street Fighter and I, I kept beating people with Balrog and there was this one guy in particular that was really getting frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that we that was... But it was it was so fun, you know. Like I can't think of any other game that I've ever played where, like, just beating it with like who you liked the best or thought you were the best with wasn't enough. Like, you know, I think you'd mentioned we would challenge ourselves with like Double Dragon Two. You know, it was like challenging ourselves. Mm-hmm. Let's beat it with a character that's considered weak. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because like Street Fighter Two. Yeah, I went through and beat it with everybody. Yeah. At some point. At some point, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, tidbit fact time. Uh, Zangief, that character was originally going to have. His name was like Vodka. Really? Yeah. I did it, not know that. I think his original working name was going to be Vodka something, but they considered it to be insensitive, I believe. <laughs> they didn't, because he was Russian. Didn't know that. Yeah. Um, all right, so transitioning to like you know what i would call like the second coming of street fighter games you know uh after the super street fighter turbo and then uh well okay we got to mention the movie oh yeah so the the movie came out in 95 95 yeah and of course we were all over that i read that uh you know uh john claude van damme was going to be playing guile he was big he was real big at the time and I was like, cool, man, an actual like martial artist movie star is going to be in this. It's going to be legit. Uh, then I saw they casted Raul Julia as Bison? It's like, really? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the movie took other weird liberties, too. And the movie was awful. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, yeah, and it just, like, um, like Blanca, for instance, you know, where... It kind of they combined that whole thing of Guile was looking for his friend Charlie, yeah. To where like they just took like this guy, and like Raul Julia's Bison is like, looks at his name tag and he's like, Carlos Blanca, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> like like all of a sudden you get Charlie from Carlos. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, yeah, because Blanco in the games was just like some. You know, he was like in the Amazon or something. You know, like they really, it was mysterious, I guess, what his backstory was. Yes. I, I can't even, <laughs> how they combine those two characters because they're definitely two totally different characters. And... I saw a funny clip where the the, char- the actor playing Ken basically called Ryu every it, like incarnation of that name that people mispronounce throughout oh, like, the movie. And, and in the movie, they say, they call him, Ryu Hoshi. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Well, they, you know, they, he called him Ryu, he called him Ru, they called him Ryu. I mean, it was really funny. The clip that I found really kind of like makes it hilarious. Um, you know, so the movie came out, so they, they released a game. Man, don't even game. get me started on Dawson in the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, the, well he's it, a scientist that creates Blanca. Well, and then they just kind of grouped some people together, like... E Honda and like the Balrog cameraman. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and he was like the muscle security or like something. It was terrible, folks. Absolutely awful movie. Yeah, I guess actually Balrog, I guess is the cameraman. Yeah, but I think Balrog Honda's was like a what the van driver. I what? don't know. It's well, like, well, we Honda gotta there. have these guys in. I also read too, like an interesting little factoid that um, in the original filming of the movie. There were no, because um, it was going to be a rated R movie. Like there was a rated R cut. Really, I didn't. Yeah, know that. because of the the mostly for the violence and there was some blood, hmm. so they had to get it down to PG thirteen. So they trimmed some of the movie, quite a bit of it, and they end up reshooting some scenes where I guess they were like, you know, there's no signature moves in this movie, you know, like dragon punches and stuff. So they they filmed a bunch of extra scenes where like. Ken does like a thing that looks like the dragon punch, yeah. and Vega does like a Vega roll or whatever. Does his roll, yeah. yeah. And there, I remember there's one part where like Ryu, like I think, he oh like yeah, it wasn't even like a yeah, but yeah. He just like punches him like that, right. and there's like just the slightest like blue flash. It was like the force of the hit with the palm that knocked yeah. him back, not like a projectile. <laughs> that was really sh- like shorn. <laughs> but you know, to be fair, probably in the arcade we were like happy to see it. I guess, yeah, kind of. Like ah, oh, look, he did a dragon. Punch. Right, that was the extent of it. Yeah, you know? he did the Hadouken. Instead of going like, this movie's not very good, is it, Nick? So like, we would go like, ha ha ha, Dragon Punch. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the Vega roll thing was executed decently, I suppose. And then, you know, Van Damme does the splits probably at one point, <laughs> as he does. <laughs> he, uh, he did do kind of the flash kick. He kind of did like a flip kick kind yeah, of Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. You know, and I think I do kind of remember getting kind of excited, like, oh, I did the flash kick. Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't know any better. <laughs> I mean, movies adapted from games has had a rocky road, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat might have been the best to do it. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's just tells you all you need to know right there, because it's not a great movie. But, you know, you, you do get a little tickled when that, they do that That was stuff. kind of the start of it, I guess, really. Street Fighter? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was probably a couple movies maybe before that based on video games, but yeah. not terribly many. Not too many. More, more they, they tried a few times with comics and cartoons, but, again, not very good, not very well. Yeah. Um, it might have been. Yeah, and there was even like a Chun Li sequel that came out years later. Oh uh, yeah, and that was awful too. Never saw it. Actually. Oh, I have seen it. Yeah, isn't Charlie in it? Don't watch it. Okay, <laughs> I won't. I don't remember. I just, I just remember. <laughs> Your brain went like started I, shielding you from. I know it, it involved Bison and Vega. Because yeah. like Vega was like the guy from uh, uh, the Black Eyed Peas. Um, I don't know his name. Oh yeah. But yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. You'll we'll, have to look that up. I'll have to look that up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. Um, I I, I want to say, uh, gosh, what's his name? Jerry O'Connell was... Or maybe there was another movie with Charlie where Jerry O'Connell was... I don't know, man. They're t- it's, the point was they're not very good. It's awful. 
But anyways, to get back on track, there was that arcade game that came out, and it was like the Mortal Kombat style. Yeah. I only ever saw that once in the arcades. It, at the fairgrounds is where I saw it. Me too. Yeah, well, yeah I think me too. Yeah. And I didn't even want to play it. I saw it, and I was like, that just looks so bad. You know, and there's really like two versions of it, because the consoles of the time, Saturn and PlayStation, got a Street Fighter the movie game, mm-hmm. and it's totally different than oh. that arcade version of I it. I wonder if it's any better. Like, they put some extra time, TLC well, in it. it. Basically, they play like Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, just with digitized graphics. Okay. Okay. Whereas the Street Fighter the movie game, it kind of, it had like new moves and stuff uh-huh. that, like, uh, I can't even think of examples of some of those new moves. Like, uh, seems like uh, like uh, Sagat did something with his eye patch or something. I forget. I don't even <laughs> Does know. he Honda try to run you over with a bus no. <laughs> or the van? Yeah, Balrog hits you with a camera. <laughs> I, and you know, I kind of remember. I kind of remember liking it, like at first, because it did neat things, like Vega when he did like his his um, roll with the claw. Yeah, it was like multi hit. Like he would roll, and then he would be like, da 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 da. Okay, you know, it'd be like kind of a four or five hit kind of thing instead of just the just stick out the claw with one right. hit. And so you know, I thought that was like really cool, and like so Vega was like instantly my favorite character in the Street Fighter the movie game. Yeah, you were pretty good with Vega. You you would frustrate me with him sometimes. <laughs> um, oh, I remember there was a moment with E. Honda in the movie, too, where he gets, like, pissed, and he does that, like, you know, thing like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so the movie game, the Street Fighter arcade, the movie. Or, no, it was Street Fighter, the movie, I guess is what it was yeah. called. Yeah. Uh, so that was 95. Uh, but then we get back to, a, you know, better games. Um so Street Fighter Two had kind of come come to a close for the most part, um, and then a new series was introduced, and that was the Street Fighter Alpha. Yeah, arcade, so that which, goes kind of back in time in the Street Fighter lore. Yeah, yeah. So it takes place before Street Fighter One, a prequel of uh, sorts. Or actually, I take it back. It's not before Street Fighter One. It's right after Street Fighter One because Ryu's already beaten Sagat. So it's it's. It's after Street Fighter 1, but before Street Fighter 2. It's in between the two games. Yeah, wasn't the schoolgirl, like, uh, real, like, she was just, like, a Ryu's biggest fan or something like that? Because well, she that's had not even like... until the next game. Oh, was that 2? Yeah, she wasn't even in Street Fighter, okay. the first Street Fighter Alpha. So. Yeah, Alpha, I remember seeing in the arcades, like, at the movies or something a couple times. But... And Alpha, it introduced... Um... Air blocking. Yeah, air blocking was a thing. Alpha counters. The, yeah, they were counters, really parries, and stuff like yeah. that, yeah. And uh, it, it brought back Birdie from Street Fighter 1. He looked very different, though. He was he was kind of a big, hulking kind of black guy where he looked like a tall, skinny white guy in Street Fighter Alpha, or Street Fighter 1. Tom does that to him yeah, first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but so yeah, that that was a pretty good game. Like I liked it. It was a good game. Uh, it, I really liked the art style. It was kind of an anime kind of looking style. It really did have like an anime look to it. You have that Street Fighter movie, The Legend of Chun Li, sitting on your shelf, but you've never seen it. Oh my God! Hang on, <laughs> wait right here. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> 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 so you've never seen it. I've never watched it. it. You know, like 
what what this probably was is um there was a period where I was just buying up cheap DVDs. So uh, oh, you can't see his face though. Yeah, that is so hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. We we ought to do an episode where we like watch the movie, and make snide comments and just like wreck it like a mystery science theater. Exactly. <laughs> uh, how did you notice that, dude? It just caught your eye. Like you guys can't see this, but there's just like a like rows of DVDs against the wall, and it caught your eye. <laughs> I'm like having I'm talking about Street Fighter Alpha, and you notice it. I'm just, I saw a Street Fighter logo. Like I was like. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like, like you know, reveal that I had some Street Fighter anime or something over there, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, so we did anyways, not plan that awful. at all. That <laughs> uh, it's a rental exclusive, by the way. Apparently, he probably got that out of like the three dollar bin. It cost me one dollar. Yeah. So the, it was. It was I, you know, I bought it because it was Street Fighter, and that's it. And I didn't own it. And I was just bolstering my DVD collection. <laughs> and I'm sure I had every intention to watch it when I bought it. But, you know, just like, I'll watch that another time. I'll watch that another time. Other better movies will come It's quite on. bad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Street Fighter Alpha, it, uh, it introduced uh, Dan. He was a hidden character. There were three hidden characters. Bison was a hidden character. He, mm-hmm. was, he was a boss, like, in the game. But you could play as him by putting a code in. Uh, Dan was an interesting didn't. character. Dan, I always liked Dan, but Dan was interesting because, like the you know when this is the first time you really ever saw him, and it's like, oh look, it, it's another, you know, kind of Ryu Ken kind of clone, but mm-hmm. his moves were different. And, True, because you know, he had like a different kind of like hurricane kick that, you know, it was kind of like that little three hit kick kind of thing that it it didn't spin like Ryu and Ken. Yeah. And, his, it wasn't just a palette swap. Yeah, and a, yeah, because I mean, game. his his moves had you know different frames of animation. He had that little weak fireball. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had the fireball that didn't go across the screen. Yeah, it wasn't a projectile. It which and it got weaker and weaker and weaker as the games went on too. It was probably its best in the original Street Fighter. Dan Alpha. Dan became one of those insult like Balrog type yeah. characters for you I remember like oh I'm gonna beat you with Dan and like, you are not beating me with Dan right. no you're not <laughs> you bastard I, I like Dan and I know you did he, he definitely that was the strongest in the first Street Fighter Alpha yeah but uh, Dan but also yeah, has a bit of history with his his lineage well yeah he's his dad well and there, there's a piece of artwork that we'll have to put up there that uh, there's a from Street Fighter 2 that um, Sagat is kind of like he had just beat up um, Dan, and that's actually where the character came from. Is like from this piece of artwork. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, as the you know Street Fighter you know story goes, is that uh, Dan's father Go Habiki yeah. took Sagat's eye, and that's yeah. why Sagat has an eye patch right. because of Dan's father. Very cool piece of information, and yeah. you know I was doing a little bit of research for Street Fighter, and that is something I, I didn't realize. Yeah. And, you know, like the little tidbits in history, like it's interesting because I realized reading some of these things that, okay, that's common knowledge to a lot of people, but that is probably one of those things that are common knowledge to a lot of Street Fighter fans, but I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. And I really, I like how it tied that together. Was Gobishi ever a playable character in any game? Uh, I guess no, it would be impossible because of the timelines. He's appeared like in games kind of like Pocket Fighter that... um 
well, and we haven't even mentioned how Dan is also kind of a a joke on art of fighting. You know, he's kind of the because of you know lawsuits and whatever between art of fighting. You know, Capcom saying that they art of fighting copied off of them and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That uh, that they decided they will we'll copy off of you. Then we'll we'll make this character that's basically the body of Ryo Sakazaki. And got the head of Robert Garcia from Art of Fighting and <laughs> one character. So that's basically who Dan is. Can I can I drop another bit of his little factoid? I guess um, you mentioned lawsuits, so it kind of came to my mind. Um, there was a point around, I guess, this time that we were the height of Street Fighter mania, um, and I guess the popularity was starting to fade a bit. So they partnered with Hasbro to take some G.I. Oh, Joe yeah. assets and they actually made Street Fighter toys. Yeah. And which we were both super excited about. We were very excited and we bought some of those that were just blatant rip-offs of G.I. Joe's that yeah. they just painted to look like Street yeah. Fighter characters. Yeah, yeah. They, they just, they were like three and a half inch little G.I. Joe's and they actually, they actually had like dolls too. Like, yeah. We called them action figures obviously, but yeah. they were dolls. <laughs> yeah, I, I got, you had got Guile, I think, and I got an M. Bison. Yeah, and I had M. Bison as well. Oh, did you? Yeah, I bought him too. But, um, so Mattel with Ken, you know, and he's got that sandy blonde hair and that, you know, that look. Well, Mattel thought he looked a little bit too much like uh, the Barbie Ken. Hmm. So they actually threatened uh, Capcom with a lawsuit. So I think part of that came from them actually getting into the toy business. Like, I doubt they would have gone after them if they were staying in their video game realm. But when they started making those toys, and especially those dolls, they were like, no, that's that's a ripoff of Ken. So because of that, Capcom actually gave um, Ken a last name. And that's where uh, he got so his So that's name. where Ken Masters came Yeah, from. Ken hmm. Masters came about uh, in part to uh, keep, you know Mattel off their back. Well, I knew I knew his last name, but I didn't know that story. Yeah, and speaking of Ken, did you know he had a son? Uh, yeah, Mel. Yeah, Mel. <laughs> that was one of my little facts that I'd written down too. I knew he had a wife, but I didn't know he had a son. Like yeah. I don't remember ever reading okay. that or uh, seeing that. Yeah, he. Uh, it's odd to think that they had families. He appears like in Ken's ending for Street Fighter Three. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> back back to where we were just talking about uh, Alpha, I guess. So that came out in 95. Uh, Alpha 2 then came out in 1996. And that introduced Sakura. Yeah. Who yeah. was a who was a favorite? Uh, I liked her. Yeah. She was yeah, cuz she played like Ryu. Definitely a fan favorite. Mhm. Yeah. And she was wearing like a schoolgirl uniform or whatever. And so that also obviously. brought back uh, again. He was from Street Fighter 1. So it's cool to see him again. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I'm sad to say that like the Alpha games, like I just didn't get into them as much. Yeah. Street Fighter Alpha Three, which is the next game that came out. Uh, well, but then before that though, there was an, an upgrade. You know, because how Capcom loves to do their upgrades. You know. The, well, yeah. So Japan breathing only, new life. There was an upgrade to Street Fighter Alpha, which which in Japan, you know, it's called Street Fighter Zero. Yeah. And so Street Fighter Zero Two had an upgrade called Street Fighter Zero Two Alpha. <laughs> It gets really confusing, you guys. Yeah. The these timelines in the in the games. Yeah. So, but and that did that arcade upgrade never really came to the states in the form of an arcade. 
but that game did come to the States in the form of um, Street Fighter Alpha 2 Gold for like the PlayStation and the Saturn, I think. Yeah. So, and, and I forget exactly. I, I, I think really the only changes in that were like it had like EX versions of characters. So it had like, um, you know, like Zangief and uh, Dalsim and Ryu and Ken. Like it, pretty much everybody that appeared in Street Fighter 2, there was like a version of the character that was like, that played like the Street Fighter 2, like kind of Champions Edition or one of those versions of it mm-hmm. instead of how they appeared like in the Alpha series. Well, you mentioned EX. That actually came out next. Oh, uh, like the EX series? Yeah. Can yeah. you... I, no, I never played EX. Can you describe what EX was? Oh, uh, EX was not like a, one of the in-house Capcom games. It was uh, another company, Arica or something like that, that it was like the 3D version of Street Fighter. Everything yeah. is going to 3D polygons now. Right, You right. know, like Tekken and whatever. And So this was the Street Fighter, like, trying to get into the world of 3d they're trying to not fall behind the times yeah and so i mean you know it was decent enough i remember people being excited for it yeah i mean i liked it but it wasn't the same you know it it showed that they were not giving up on street fighter but uh you you still crave that old style of street fighter Mm -hmm. so i'm happy that they didn't just go with ex like they continued for those who liked ex games they made more of them but, you know, if you liked the Alpha games, they kept making those too. Yeah, and so it was like another company making these. So, like, at that time, there were kind of, like, two games coming out, you know, roughly around the same time. You had, like, the Alpha series was continuing on, and now the EX series Yeah, is it's kind of like how out. Call of Duty, like, they have, like, two or three different uh, gaming studios, and they're working around the clock, and each year, like one of the other studios releases a game that year. Yeah. And then, you know, like one of the other studios releases the next year's game and then the third studio releases a third and then they go back to that first. Mm-hmm. So that's how they keep them rolling out every year. But there's actually three totally different teams mm-hmm. doing the development of the game. So yeah, the EX games came out, but I'm also skipping quite a bit too. Uh, we, in, in 1997, we get a actual true sequel to Street Fighter. Oh, so Street Fighter Three finally yeah. comes out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Street Fighter Three finally comes out, and I remember just not caring all that much. Well, I mean, it was one of those things where you just I didn't see it anywhere. We I, saw it like one place. I remember like one. I was on vacation, and we had stopped by like a you know a mall or something, and I pop, popped into an arcade, and they had Street Fighter Three, and like it was funny because the marquee. Didn't even say Street Fighter Three. It just straight up said three. That's all they had to say is like okay. three. Like Capcom three, can now game. count to three. Because you know, yeah. they made like five Street Fighter Two games. Right. That know, was kind so, of a joke. So yeah. like when three finally came out, you know, they, they got a whole lot of mileage out of Street Fighter Two from ninety one to uh what was it, ninety four, I guess is what we said. That's a yeah. long time to be in the arcades. And then they, you know, took some time off with other types of Street Fighter games. They finally come back in '87. Yeah, Street Fighter Three, it was it was very different. And first of all, the animation was like 
so like smooth. I mean, it's so beautiful as they're just like, in the standing animation and the gi just kind of just flows up and down on their body. Yeah. And, and like when he does the fireball and there's just like so there, many like, more winds frames. blowing like, yeah, yeah like, it's kind of like, their kind of flapping yeah, because flapping of the force of the fireball. And, yeah. Just so, so cool. It was superior in every way to and, any Street Fighter game for the time. And they like, they took out like every recognizable character. The yep. only, there was just back Cannon, to Ryu and Ken again. Yeah, yep. And everybody else was new. And, Bit of trivia, uh, Ryu and Ken are the only characters to appear in every Street Fighter game. Yeah, because, you know, that's how it was, you know, from Street Fighter 1 to mm-hmm. Street Fighter 2 to yep. Street Fighter 3. Yep. Ryu and Ken were like the only ones. Right. And, uh, yeah, so they, they kind of followed suit there again. I think I just didn't love the new characters. And maybe I was just mad that they weren't bringing back at least some of the old characters. Yeah. Like the booger guy who, like, you know. Uh, Oro. Yeah, it was just such a weird cast. I mean, he's he's yellow, you know. He's, like, he's so weird looking. <laughs> yeah, and they had, like, the skate, what was it, like a skateboard kid or something? Yeah, uh, Young and Yang, they're cool. Yeah, they were like cool. Them. But, you know, it, it just... I guess like sometimes you're just resistant. But to like, uh, what's his name? Necro or Necro? Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce it. But yeah, yeah he, I mean, he was like their version of Dalsim. Yeah. It's like why don't you just why not just have Dalsim? Yeah. Yeah, because he was stretchy. Um, who else was there? There was uh, there was the chick Elena yeah. Elena. Uh, Dudley, he was kind of cool. Dudley was kind of cool. I like Dudley. He had yeah. a familiar kind of like Sagat kind of yeah. thing to him. Um, you know, they they were. It was a fine game. It really was. It was a good game. It just, I think around that time, like the Marvel Capcom games were the like boss real is kind of weird. Gil, yeah, and fighting you in like a loincloth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it was it was a bit of a misstep in my mind. Like it was a beautiful game, but yeah, it's very different. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that came out, and then. Uh, I, I guess, let's see, I said that was 97, then another EX game came but, out. And that introduced parries. Parries were very cool. Yeah, parries were cool. Yeah. I, well, I misspoke. I said parries and alpha, but that was just blocking in the air. Parries. Yeah. I were, mean, they're similar, but, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it, the it alpha added, like, it, it was one of those, like, things about Street Fighter you love so much, like, it rewarded skill. Yeah, cause, and, like, the alpha counters, like, in alpha, it, it took, like, a bar of your super meter, whereas parries, you could just tap forward into the attack and do a parry at any I never time. got really good at the parries. Was... I, I remember like trying, wanting to get real good at it. So I, I took a lot of fireballs to the face because <laughs> I'm like always trying to do a parry. Yeah. It's, you know, sometimes to try to get it worked, that timing sometimes down. it didn't. You know. Sure. But, uh, but I, I never was able to work it in naturally. But man, that Evo moment, like, I mean, that that's a different game though. I think that was in third strike, but well, I know it was in third strike because yeah. it was against Chun-Li. But, uh, yeah, we're, like, parrying, like, every single move of, like, chun Li's super. I mean, that's a really cool video. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking but, about. There, When you watch videos like that and you're so humbled at yeah. how good these... Because Street Fighter is resurre- has been resurrected in, like, the, you know, esports arenas. Like, which is why, like, well, I don't want to get ahead of myself again. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that's in Third Strike, so we'll get to that. Yeah, but yeah. EX Plus came out in 97, so like EX, you know, X going to give it to you. They got a little yeah. bit more. <laughs> yeah, so they, they had a little upgrade for EX, yeah. Yep, that was in 97 yeah, as well. Don't really have much to say. I don't that. either. Uh, that, so then Second Impact came out, yeah, which Street is a game Fighter. that I don't, you know, you'd mentioned to me, like so many people don't even know. Street Fighter 3 Second Impact, yeah, that just kind of quietly came out to like nobody caring, I, felt, yeah. I don't think. 
That was a ninety seven. I don't think well. I ever saw that in an arcade. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't remember ever seeing that. But then in, in ninety eight, Alpha Three came out and that's as close to a definitive Street Fighter game. Oh well, I, I should we should go back. The uh, second impact, Street Fighter Three Second Impact. Yeah, uh, introduced okay. Hugo, which was from Final Fight. So oh, and, and he's been in other games since too. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so that's kind of cool. So that's noteworthy. Yeah. Um, but you know, Alpha Three is a phenomenal game. Like Alpha Three, such a huge yeah. cast of characters to pick from. Uh, that that's a game that I'll pick up like in an eShop from time to time. Yeah, you know, like, Alpha Three is very good. When I got like uh, my Vita, I remember buying it, and, and like, and it brought back finally like everybody that was missing from Street Fighter Two. So mm-hmm. you you get, well, I, I was about ready to say Guile, but in the original Alpha Three, Guile wasn't there quite yet. It it took another upgrade or two until <laughs> finally you get Guile again. Because I think actually the home version brought him. And then I think there was like maybe an upgrade of the arcade called like um, Upper, like Street Fighter Alpha 3 Upper or something like that, that finally brought Guile back. But anyway. Yeah, so, you know, um, up until around this point, there was a Street Fighter game being released in the arcades every single every year. year. Yes. Every year. And in some cases, you got multiple games. But it's right around 98 that you know or 99 actually 99 is the last one you know that that streak was about to come to an end but three was a great alpha three was a really fun game Mm -hmm. and i really liked that one a lot that's for sure the alpha game that i played the most and i think it's probably because it was just such a good like port on consoles well yeah and i mean like i've already mentioned with so many too not seeing them in the arcades Mm. You know, this arcade. This is when the arcades were starting to die down because yeah. you know you had your PlayStation and whatnot. Right. That the game was like just as good, oftentimes better. Yeah. Because when they did bring it to the home version, they would bring it with new features, mm-hmm. and so you, you were yeah. The incentive was to play on the console. Yeah. Really. Because yeah, like I had already mentioned about Alpha Three, that the console version had guile. <laughs> you know. And uh, and Balrog, I think too. I don't. He wasn't originally in Alpha Three, I don't think. And uh, yeah, so you you got better versions of these games, and so yeah, I don't really remember ever seeing Alpha Three in the arcade. Really, I don't know. If, I don't think I have either. I remember very. I really remember seeing the first Alpha game, but that's it. Yeah, that's around. And when three came, and I remember out, when I, I did see the first Alpha, being super excited. Yeah, I saw. I remember seeing it uh, showcase some of the theater. Hell yeah! I think you might we well. It was around Mortal Kombat three. So I, I remember think, seeing uh, that. the first time I saw it was at the flea market. Okay, and uh, just it bre- it, it breathed it breathed it breathed fresh air into the series. It really yeah, did, yeah. and kind of carried Street Fighter for a number of years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then uh, so Alpha three came out. Then we had another EX game. Come yeah, out so that EX two, and that that brought in Sagat to the EX series. Yeah, so that, that was cool. So EX2 came out uh, in 98, and then well, also... Actually, um, that later on there was EX2 Plus. That one might have been the one that brought Sagat. I don't remember now. They, I don't... There, there's Vega... <laughs> was that an arcade Sagat. release? Yeah, they are arcade releases. Because okay. the, uh, the console release would be like... Um, 
Street Fighter EX2 plus Alpha. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it got ridiculous. Jeez, so, man. yeah, anyway. So, so Street Fighter 3, Third, Third Strike, Strike came out in 99. Now it comes out in 99. Yeah. Yep. And that, that was that the stream. That brings back Chun-Li. Yeah, yeah. So, and so I'm getting, I'm more interested in Street Fighter again. Yeah. And I think Third Strike might have been the last I really saw in the arcades. You know, and it's so... That was kind of the end. Yeah, I, I didn't mention before, Second Impact also brought back Akuma. Okay. into So Akuma is now in the Street Fighter 3 series. And uh, so now Third Strike, the Chun-Li, it's got Akuma. So now there's a couple more Some familiar faces, yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, but Third Strike, I remember being a pretty good game. Uh, it, You know, they kept updating it. And by the third time Third Strike came around, it was a bit more fun for me. Yeah. Uh, but like I said too, it was also kind of sad because that was it brought an end to the stream of arcade games. Not ever, but the every year yeah, that, that yeah. stream of games. Now Street Fighter kind of lays dormant for a while. It did lay dormant for a bit. There was another Plus game that came out that same year. Yeah. Um, EX2 Plus. Uh, then you had told me this uh, in 2003 there was an anniversary edition oh yeah which and this actually came out on PlayStation 2 first mm. but then they released an arcade version of Hyper Street Fighter 2 the anniversary edition yeah. which was basically it was Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo but it gave you the option when you select your character if you wanted to play the original Street Fighter 2 version Champions Edition version Turbo version, Super version, or Super Turbo version. You know something we kind of glossed over from the Alpha games was the styles. Kind of introduced like the different styles that you could choose from. Wasn't that an Alpha thing? It was an Alpha 3 thing. Okay. Yeah. That was kind of groundbreaking. Yeah, the A-ism, yeah. X-ism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It added a whole lot more depth to the game. Yeah, yeah. That game was just deep. Yeah, where A-ism was like kind of the Alpha style Xism was like um, you know like the original Street Fighter Two kind of style, mm-hmm. and uh, Vism had like the variable combo, yeah. where you could kind of it was like a custom combo kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, all right, so we had that came out in two thousand three. I, I never saw that, but it, it did come out. Well, yeah, I I've never like actually seen one of those arcade cabinets in the wild. I I hear it was really only a limited release, mm-hmm. but it it did come, it qualifies. It did come to the <laughs> arcades. You know? Yeah. So five years after that, we got Street Fighter Four, and I mean you can't really count that really as you know, a new game. I mean, it's... No, no, right, yeah. It was it, a re-release. It was an anniversary edition. I mean, it, it did add new features, like, you know, the ability ability to, you know, select the version of whichever, you know, character, like... Because, you know, like, Ryu was, like, so overpowered in Street Fighter 2, like, the original Street Fighter 2, because they hadn't really balanced things, because, like... You know, like it with Balrog, you could do like a hurricane kick because you know later on they would make the hurricane kick where it would knock down on one hit. But in the original Street Fighter Two, it was very strong, mm-hmm. but it could hit multiple times. Yeah, and get you dizzy like real quick. Yeah, and... it's there was for sure a balancing issue with you know those first games. Yeah, so that that hyper Street Fighter Two allowed you to like play like that version if you so desired you know yeah. so that was cool but 
But so anyway, yeah. So then Street Fighter Four finally comes out. That was a huge, huge deal. It like, was. It was a return. It was a return of Street Fighter. Yeah, it's like well, they're finally making a new Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. They came back, and I remember really liking it. It's a really good game. And and now it's all in three D. You know, three D polygons, kind of like Street Fighter EX. Only technology has advanced quite a bit since then. Yeah. So. So yeah, and and you know, if I of course we never saw and, it in the arcades. I mean, you know, the way it played, it might as well have been hand drawn. It felt like it the 2D. felt very old school, yeah. like you know, like you know, like it was a true sequel to three. Yeah. Um. So you know, really impressive game. Um. That was a two thousand eight, and then two thousand ten, we got a uh, Super Street Fighter four. Yeah, and, and your and, very Capcom move. <laughs> and like really, all of these, the only way we ever really played it is on the consoles. Yeah, but there were arcade. Yeah, we versions. were playing on like Xbox at this time. But and these arcade versions though only came out in Japan. They didn't even come to the well, States. unless you were arcades at this point were like a they, novelty. They, yeah, they they were dead in the they states. They were com- completely dead. Unless you lived in a really large metropolitan city or Japan where arcades never died. They don't let cool stuff die in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> they like, It goes on and on and on. Uh, if they like something, they really like, keep it around. Um, but yeah, but so for us, we're like 100% console. Um, you know, but people are still buying their arcade sticks and they're in the spirit. A whole new generation of Street Fighter fans are born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... Warm my heart. It was really cool to see Street Fighter Four come back and not be like some puny game. Yeah, it, they threw all yeah, they, Capcom threw everything behind it. it. And it was successful. I bought it. It brought back fighting games. It kind of did. It was like a, a Renaissance period of fighting games. Yeah. yeah, fighting games were all but dead. I mean, everything was a shooting game at this point. No, everything was like, like Halo. After Street Fighter Two. It's everybody was getting into fighting games. Everybody's making the fighting games. And Good then point. The, just, clones. the whole thing just died off. Yeah, it's, you, you know, Street Fighter Two. You can't say enough. Like how what what a huge deal it was. I mean, not only financially, but it carried arcades for years. It's what it was the trend mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I look back and I reflect on gaming in my life. Street Fighter is one of probably five games that I really like over extended over a long period of time that I was interested in. Yeah. <clears throat> it would be like Super Mario. That that's exactly what I was just gonna say. Yeah. yeah. There was like Super Mario Brothers, you know, Zelda, Street Fighter. Yeah. 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 And uh, you know, and then after that, like games like Halo really captured my imagination. I played a lot of Halo. And now, like, Destiny. You know, like, mm-hmm. those are the... Like, I mean, it's like Super Mario, Street Fighter, you know, Halo, and Destiny. Like, I really would consider those, like, my probably four... I might, in Zelda, been five, but... Yeah, and, and at one time, I might have said Mega Man, but yeah. that's kind of died off. Yeah, but, I mean, Street Fighter was just a massive, massive deal to everyone, you know, and especially us. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. we... It was very cool when you came up with the idea, like, we should do a Street, a Street Fighter episode uh, after the news of the arcade mode being released in 5, which brings us to 5. Yeah. Uh, well, we forgot uh, there was Ultra Street Fighter 4. Yeah, there was another version of Street Fighter 4 yeah, that came out. So, so then Street Fighter 5 comes out in 2016. 
Yeah, which is we're coming full circle. We started the show talking about five and how it was kind of disappointing. The game was awesome. It looks but, great. But and then that that Street Fighter Five when it came out in twenty sixteen though there there was no arcade version. No arcade version. That, that yeah. was only on the console. Yep. And so now full circle. <laughs> In 2018, there's yeah. going to be an arcade version. Not, so, not just like an arcade mode on the console right. version, but they're actually in yeah. Japan, there will be an arcade version. Maybe it's just a coincidence, but they're also releasing an arcade version in Japan of Street Fighter Five. Yeah, so so it's the, about time. <laughs> the lineage continues. Yeah. Uh, Street Fighter will always be an arcade sensation. It, it made its way to home consoles and was very, very successful. It uh, won another one of my factoids. Um, Street Fighter... The franchise was the most profitable franchise for Capcom ever. More than Mega Man, more than any other series. I believe it. It was only bested by Resident Evil when uh, Resident Evil 5 came out. It it uh, planted them. It it overtook them. That's interesting. I'm I'm actually kind of surprised it even did that. Resident Evil, yeah. Well, yeah, because... um, uh, Because of all the copies that Street Fighter sold for Super Nintendo... um, I, I still think to this... Day that a single game that's their most that they've sold is yeah. the Super Nintendo version of Street Fighter. Um, but as a franchise, it's it's actually Resident Evil is hmm. their most yeah that's it's made the most money for them. I know interesting fact. Uh, but yeah, up until Street or Resident Evil Five, it was it was Street Fighter, and that you can very much believe because it was everywhere in pop culture. Uh, another little factoid that <laughs> I found this really interesting. I gotta pull up my little factoid section now. Yeah. Um, sorry, everybody. You just want to say factoid. Factoid! Ron's factoids. Oh, we didn't even mention the whole combo thing. You want to you wanna take that one, Nick? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the, the combos, you know, it, it, combos in fighting games is like so much of a thing now. Mm-hmm. And it was like such the accident. It was a happy accident, yeah. Yeah, just a happy accident. And... and and all they were like at the time were like the two in ones where you mm-hmm. you could find out that oh you can you know kind of chain like this fierce punch into a fireball like in kind of one like kind of fluid motion mm-hmm. that you know the the opponent can't block it because it just goes from one to the yeah, other yeah yeah very uh, very fun to do yeah so so win. the combos were just you know it was only just a couple hits in those days where now it's like you know 100 hit combo you know? <laughs> oh yeah well you know killer instinct in games like that took yeah. it really extreme um but i just want i thought you would handle that one there uh yeah so street fighter was such a pop culture thing that uh i, I looked this up there's like 80 instances 80 where uh like a rapper has sampled street fighter 2 yeah in their song i know i've heard quite a few of them yeah uh as recently as this year kanye west has a song where it's sampling like the street fighter 2 sound (laughs) effects like it's a song called fact and you you know there's there's like three or four instances in the song where you hear like you know street fighter in the game like from (laughs) i had the uh probably still do i'd have to look the uh, artist like Jay Z has Kanye, Jay Z, Drake. I mean, big names. The, yeah, I bought that Street Fighter the movie soundtrack from you know the nineteen ninety five movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, soundtracks were big back in the day, and the Mortal Kombat soundtrack was pretty good. So yeah. I can see why you would do that. Well, this came out before Mortal Kombat. Why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it was Street Fighter, right? There you were like there up. were one or two songs on there I kind of liked. You yeah, know? and. 
it was fun too just like listening to them like throw in like these street fighter terms because i remember like one in particular they would be like tiger uppercut you know? <laughs> <laughs> like in the like lyrics they would yeah actually, they would like they would not just, sample like, from the game but an actual lyric yeah <laughs> yeah um I guess, like, in the times of, like, Wu-Tang Clan, too, like, it was, you know, hip-hop and rap and, like, kung fu and stuff kind of merged yeah, a bit, yeah. so it makes sense, but <laughs> I, I think, it, just to give you an idea how, what a big deal Street Fighter was. So, you know, that's that's our little uh, tribute to Street Fighter. I thought it went pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it we, was we, fun. It was. It, it was, was cool. I, I looked forward to doing more episodes like this one, you know, we... Well, I, we'll come up with some good ones. So I mentioned a couple, uh, you know, before the show that I think would make good tributes. Um, anything else we can really? I don't have. I don't have any more factoids. <laughs> no more factoids. I'm all out. Yeah, There's know. lots of little interesting uh, pieces of trivia out there that you could find, but I just thought those were the most interesting of all of them. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I guess we could just end it at that. You know. The <laughs> uh, if, is there anything from the museum you think that we could uh, uh, throw up? Yeah, I'm gonna have to look for a couple things. So. <laughs> oh, a picture of this or something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me posing with it. All right, so you know, check out the BitGeeks Facebook page uh, if you don't mind. You know, give us a like there. That's where we uh, have you know a dedicated space for whenever we mention things in the podcast. But Do you I have any more of those toys? We Do you still have those anymore? I don't. Oh yeah, maybe a couple of them. I I think I know where they are. Yeah, I'll look for the GI Joe toys. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I have the big bison, but I think I've got some of the little ones. Cool, cool. Maybe. Uh, All right. But yeah, and I remember as we were talking, there was one or two things that I remembered that I, I need to look for. So. Well, you know, you've been doing an awesome job keeping the Facebook page, you know, updated. Uh, try to get a few pictures up. Yeah, there. it's fun for like things that don't really, really fit well for the video. Yeah. We mention them and then we throw them up on the Facebook page. So check us out there. Like us there. Um, if you like the video, please give us a like. Subscribe if you haven't already. We really appreciate it. Um, I guess that's really all we got to say about Street Fighter. Yeah. Thanks for watching the Big Geeks. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>